welcome to the Real Trail Runners of Jersey podcast. This is a show about the running scene here in Jersey, uh, where we talk to people who run, uh, what makes them tick and, and how they do it. Uh, the podcast is hosted by Lee Bennett and myself, Paul Burrows. Uh, good evening and welcome to episode five of the uh, Real Trail Runners of Jersey. Um, tonight's the Parkrunner episode and I'm very glad to welcome uh, Sam Horsville, Matt Cuthbert, Michael Chater and of course Lee Bennett. Uh, we've had a few technical problems but we got there in the end guys, well done. Welcome to the Real Trail Runners of Jersey. How are you doing tonight? Very good. Yeah? <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> How about yourself Sam? Yes, fine, thank you. Now Good, we got, got the... all the technical. Oof. Oof, I'm eyes. sweating buckets here. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but I'm absolutely sweating buckets here. Paul's that got was... a look on his face that's like death and thunder. <laughs> <laughs> so I restarted that about six times then, and it was like every time, obviously, we're, we're losing you then, Lee. So, yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing, I suppose, for some people. <laughs> So we've got you here tonight to talk about, obviously, running, and uh, you guys are the event directors of Parkrun. So um, we thought it'd be really good to get you guys on to talk about Parkrun, not strictly related to trail running, but I think it is in a, in a lot of ways because obviously you guys run on the trails, and also I think Parkrun has probably inspired a lot of people to go on and and and, and run on the trails. Uh, after sort of starting at Parkrun. So um, we're going to start with uh, the first question, which is basically, you know, what, what does running mean to you, each of you? Uh, well, running for me, I mean, I've run ever since I was at school. I was a sprinter at school. I loved it. And then when I left school, started long distance running. And it then became, so it's my escape, really. If I've had a really bad day, I know I can go out and run anywhere, anytime. It clears my head. Uh, and it's just, it's a massive mental healer, I think, for me. Mm. That sounds great. That sounds, it's, it sounds quite, uh, we've heard quite a lot of people talking about, you know, a mental healer, a kind of space to breathe, a kind of, you know, just, just being able to just go out and run, um, and, and has such a, a, a instantaneous, um, effect on, on anyone that takes up running, whatever it is, whether they're walking slowly or running slowly or running quicker or running longer. Is that is that the same for you guys? What about what about you, Matt? I'm a I'm a wee bit different. I think um, I was fat. Um, <laughs> I, 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 tried, I I dabbled in rugby for a number of years. Um, was particularly poor for a while. Um, then I got into a bit more into fitness. Got into to running, and then when Booper kind of exclaimed that maybe I was taking too many claims i decided that i'll go to running a little bit more and uh i kind of started properly running around uh turn of the sort of two, 99 2000 sort of around that age that was i was kind of migrated from the gym i'd had uh glandular fever and then got big into trail running uh with digby's kind of thing mm. where i met paul um, yeah, I remember that day. Oh, yeah, that was it, wasn't it? Chasing each other around the north coast. It was basic, basically glorified kiss chase, really, with trails, wasn't it? It was. No. And then, yeah, it just <laughs> went from there, really. Um, and then for me, running stopped about, geez, how many years ago now? Uh, 2014. I really haven't run since 2014. Uh, 
basically because my body is buggered. But I, I, I walk a lot now, slowly. Yeah. Um, but but walking is my new running, um, and I'm okay with that. I it, running was like for me like Sam was. I mean, I I probably took it to excess, and that was probably what kind of because you did a few Centurion races, didn't you? Yeah, um, I did uh, twenty. 12 i did the thames path 100 uh, 13 i did the south downs 100 and then i was down to do the winter 100 in 2014 which mm. is when the wheels completely came off and mm. uh trying to try to get back and yeah medication lots of different things it, it's just not worked so uh, yeah I, I overdid it i'm pretty sure of that um mm. But whether that had an impact or anything, I, I kind of, I don't yeah. know. But it, yeah, walking now for me and, and being outdoors. And I think the good thing with parkrun is that even if you're injured, like we know or you, everyone has a, a role in a facility and, and parkrun welcomes walkers. And I, I think that's a, mm. a, a key, a key thing that we all see that it doesn't matter what level you're at. It, you know, yeah. our milkshake brings everyone to the yard. <laughs> That sounds, that's, <laughs> and maybe, maybe <laughs> I can't get my question out. I've got a really good link question, and I can't. Oh, oh I want some of that milkshake. <laughs> oh, dearie me! Right, oh. Michael, tell us, tell us what running means to you. How do you follow oh, that? Matt, How do you follow you. that? Oh, How do you follow me. that? I suppose I'm the uh, I'm the the old man on the on the call, and uh, when when I go back to running for me, I I started as a sprinter, and the thought of running a five k was just you know incomprehensible, and um, and I did quite well as a sprinter, and I played football to a high level, so I was um, I was a town champion, county champion at a hundred and two hundred meters, competed in a few nationals, um, and uh, played in particularly good football team so so I had success there didn't really have any doors open to do anything else but um along came things like the great north run so being up in the northeast um i ended up doing uh about eight great north runs off the bat and there was like 10 k's then starting and um i still had this love hate relationship with running distances when <laughs> why run a distance when you can run 100 meters and stop mm. um but um, I guess I I have completely evolved over the time I've been involved in running to somebody who did it to compete. And if I wasn't competing hard, then it wasn't worth doing. To somebody who has taken inspiration probably from parkrun to mm. it's actually completely different. And a bit like Sam sort of played it out, It for, for me, it's like it's a mental thing now. I... I the physical side of running is great, but the mental space is completely different. So I can now run uh, across the, the cliff paths and not remember starting the run, not remember finishing the run, but having quality time in my head in between, if that makes any sense. Um, yeah. And that's that's what I enjoy about running. But park run is different. I enjoy actually seeing the people who come in in probably the final third. Mm. And looking at what it means to them, and I, I get a, I get a lot of pleasure out of that, which is just really weird from my journey on 
what running is all about. Seeing somebody come in across the line who we don't know from Adam, but you sort of find out from somebody else that they're going through a lot of their own personal challenges and think about what it took them to to get round 5k in 55 minutes is that's fantastic you know, it's it's stop it just stops you in your tracks really and that's what yeah. makes park run so good that's fantastic and just i wonder if i wonder if you could one of you maybe people to answer this but what how does it work then how does how does park run work for the people who haven't been involved in it? and why are the, the three involved um I, I mean park run is is just such a a fantastic concept i mean it's free which obviously in Jersey is going to mean it's a big seller. Um, it, uh, it's open to everyone. Um, and it, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, you, you know, you register online at Park Run. It's a global th- phenomenon, ultimately. So you can go and run anywhere in the world. It's it's nine o'clock on a Saturday morning and, and they're there. And it, I just, you know, it, it is so, so good. And the, the, the principle being of that is you just turn up. You don't have to register. You don't have, there's no, the, the, the only commitment is you bring your barcode and yourself and that's it. And you don't have to have any specific apparel. You just need, you know, people just come up in shoes and, and walk it. And, mm. and that's what it is. And it just, it is that so basic a concept, but I think the, the enlightening thing about it is the camaraderie, like Michael hit on there, really, and Tam was nodding too, was that, you know, you just get a group of people that come together. And I, and I think locally you see that with the Jersey Girls Run. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's so hard for people to try and be self-motivated. And you, you'll know that, Lee, as a, as a mindfulness practitioner, for people to focus on, to do something, to grasp it. It's really hard, and especially during the pandemic and, and everything of people trying to take up different things. It, it you know, it, it's been hard for people to, to stay true to things, but, you know, mm. Park Run changed. It's become not Park Run, which we'll probably talk about a bit, but there's still that, that thing that people have managed to, you know, meet up, socially distance, run, you know, and people see other people doing stuff. So when it comes back, I, I envisage that we'll be busy, you know, it, yeah. you, you see numbers globally where they've stopped, where they've been able to come back. They, they have increased. So ironically, ironically, I think at this point in time, it's probably needed the most, isn't it? And yet yeah. we can't have it, you know, and it, it's almost like, I, I know I was talking to you the other day, Michael, and I was sort of saying about, you know, when Parkrun comes back, I think that will be a sign that everything's okay again. Do you know what I mean? I think it's, um, you know, yeah, it's just so needed at the moment. Well, we went from uh, the beginning of 2020 having 400 plus people start the month, and you think, well, that's fine. It's yeah, I've made my resolutions. I'll turn up. I'll do some exercise. But then, by the time we closed it down on the 7th of March, there was an average of 350 people, um, families, young kids, you know, people who are in their 80s heading mm-hmm. towards the 90s with a big smile on their face. And actually, the, the ironic thing is, once it's finished and you go to do the results, you, you're in this sort of calf surrounded by people who've probably formed new relationships through Parkrun. You know, they, they meet and they probably do things quite regularly now and move on to things like Trail Monkey and lots of other things yeah. as as friends. And, yeah. and a lot of that does start in Parkrun. It starts by turning up, doing Definitely. it, but then afterwards turning up and having a coffee and a chat and some food and actually in some ways keeping 
a part of the economy going in in Lekenovi as well. You know, yeah. that must that must be their busiest day of the week by far. I know people who go to Parkrun who don't know that I run, and they'd have conversations with me, so they have no idea about about the person they're talking to in terms of what they've done. So, and they talk about it in such a way, almost as if it's going to meet a friend. Almost it's a, mm-hmm. it's something. It's a ritual. It's a it's what gets them up at the weekend. It's you know. So if I if I rocked up, um, who 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 do I see? Do I see you three guys there, or do I see you three guys in different bits? What? How does it? How does it work? So we, we have a designated run director each week. So that, that's the, the guy on, um, on for that week to make it happen and to coordinate everything. So if you turn up, as we regularly do from, from far and wide, I mean, it's, it, we've had coach loads coming from the UK arriving in the morning on the first flight in. From the UK? From the UK. Uh, uh, well, actually coming over from the So I guess they might see Park Run across the UK then. Compete in all or do all those park runs, and then are they coming to Jersey to do the Jersey one? Or there's, there's, there's many reasons, but but it is it is on the on the circuit, so that so there's a lot of park run tourism goes on where oh brilliant you know, they'll either go for the A through to Z, so they'll pick a park run with a you know Aberdeen through to finishing somewhere in Poland, and you know they'll they'll get it for the A to Z, and and J has been you know Jersey's been the golden J on the uh, on the tourism calendar. So um, it, it's not. It, it has been very common every week to have five or six, but some weeks you'll have twenty or thirty or more. So you know we, the run director will will set it all up with the volunteers. The the guys will rock up to to do park run at about five to nine. We give a bit of a script, tell them the the course, tell them things to watch out for, the hazards, enjoy it, off you go. Um, how it will work, um, but most people now. Um, have done it once somewhere um, or if they don't then you get a few at the start who will want to get the the, the brief to tell you you know how this works mm. um, but but mostly mostly people are experienced with it and they know they've just got to have their barcode and off they go and 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 they um so there are other volunteers as well is that right yeah i guess the other side of all of this talking about running is what parkrun does for people and, and volunteers in particular. So we have around about 25 volunteers every week. Um, and quite often we've got more than we, we actually need and people will just show up. Um, and, um, and they'll do a variety of roles, variety of, of jobs on the day to, to make it all happen. Um, and I guess we talk about running and what that does for your physical and mental well-being, but actually the volunteering side is exactly the same for some people. And just being around people and participating and cheering people on um i i guess has a certain release for them which um is not only helpful to make parkrun happen but helpful to them for for you know the, the volunteering side to it and, and what that does for them how long has parkrun been running now started in 2015 hmm. so it's five years so it would have been the fifth year anniversary back in september hmm. which you obviously weren't able to celebrate due to pandemic because it's not been on since what last february is it seventh uh, of march we uh, we, march, we right. finally pulled it we pulled it before the week before the uk pulled theirs and it was really because of what we were seeing happening on jersey and Parkham mm. was just sort of hanging on and hanging on but we could see the implication for Parkham to be involved in a spread of, of covid was was something we we agreed that we didn't want to do so we pulled it slightly early 
Uh, and as Matt said, you know, we've got not parkrun, which is which is crazy thing that's evolved from it, which is the the thing that people want to do, which is get a five k parkrun done, um, has evolved now to six days a week. You can do a run, a five k run, jog walk, and then load that onto the parkrun site, and it will keep a record of how many you've done in that week and how many you've done over time and your personal bests. So they've quickly established a piece of kit to make sure you can continue to run, jog, walk your parkrun and see a record of that until parkrun comes back, which is quite quite a novel thing to do. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. I saw. I was, I was telling you the other day that I saw a lady who has run more not parkruns than she has actual parkruns, and she was <laughs> saying that if they all counted, she would have a 50 parkrun t-shirt, but obviously the not parkruns don't, you know, so it, it's, um, I mean, a year out, which we're coming up to now, is yeah. a massive amount of time, is a massive loss to the community, really. So tell me, um, what what's your favourite part of being involved with parkrun? Let's start with Sam. Do you know, I never, I was never a volunteer sort of person. I mean, I ran for Spartans for years and years and years, hmm. and I never really saw myself as I was never a volunteer. I never sort of, I probably should have done, but I never volunteered in Spartan races. I just enjoyed the racing. I was really competitive. And then I remember you sent me that message, Paul, asking me to be part of Parkrun. I'll be honest, I'd never even heard of Parkrun when you sent me that. I had to Wikipedia it. Yeah. And uh, I'd had a really serious health problem. Hmm. Um, I'd lost my job, blah, blah. I was in a really dark place and I thought I'll give it a go I have no idea what parkrun is um and I remember that first meeting where we all met all the volunteers well yeah I'll give this a go and it's just it 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 was just a a great sort of start to my weekend you know if you've had a bad week at work or Mm. whatever and you know you start your your Saturday morning off by turning up to volunteer at 8 a.m just seeing all the friendly faces that you haven't seen all week and chatting and laughing and some of the laughs that we have had, either yeah. setting up the course or whilst volunteering, not to mention all the cakes we've eaten and a couple of <laughs> glasses of Prosecco along the way that we've drunk to celebrate people's you know, anniversaries or whatever. And it's just, it, for me, it sounds really cliche, but it's a drug every Saturday. Because I work some Saturdays and I hate to miss it on a Saturday. I hate to be working that Saturday. Mm. I hate to be missing the parkrun feel. And when parkrun stopped, I kind of got out of the habit, obviously because it stopped, I kind of got out of the habit of going. But now talking about it now, I am desperate to get back. And just seeing like Matt and Michael and you guys on here, I'm like, oh, I really need to get back to parkrun. Um, and I've been stopped on runs. I've been stopped in the street. I've been stopped at boxing classes. When's park run going to start? We need park run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we do. We really need it to come it, back. It, in this time, we need it more than ever. Definitely. I mean, it's definitely, you know, definitely the truth. Like, what about you, Matt? I got involved because you took pity on me. Um, <laughs> and, uh... That's not actually the truth. It was, I, I, I just knew that you would... Uh, you would carry this forward. And look at you now, five years later, you're still involved. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. It, it, I knew, say fans, you and Sam. And it's great, though. I mean, I I can't run, you know, and it, it's quite it's quite liberating to still be involved without, yeah. because I can't do, because I can't do it, you know. And, 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 and it is a bit, 
you know you get people that go oh don't you just hate it because you can't you can't run so being involved in it and you know actually mm. it is quite it's it is quite nice to to see other people being able to do stuff you know and yeah. it's nice to live vicariously through other people isn't it i'd see that as a as trail trail monkey organizer you know it's good just to be involved isn't it you know what i mean it's uh... oh that's it for sure you know otherwise otherwise i just lie in bed on a saturday morning and I know, you know, truth is, you know, the family not always impressed when I slope off early doors <laughs> on a Saturday. Um, but you've got to do it, you know. It, yeah. it is good for your for your mental well being, especially for yeah. me. I wasn't, yeah. and I be, you know, Saturdays would just be like they'd all merge into one, really. And yeah. uh, and it is it is nice, and that it it's the pull that it brings to other people, really. You yeah. see the amount of people that. And over the five years, how people have evolved, you know. Um, and I think, yeah. like Michael said, the amount that have gone on to do, like your, that your trail monkeys and and to half marathons and to marathons and and, and people become inquisitive, don't they? Pe- you know, people. We are always, you know, once you get that kind of, I can do this, then people will always try and, oh, what else push can on. I do? Yeah, and and it's great to see, you know, and age is no barrier and age, gender, sex, whatever, you know, nothing with running. It's just you. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that's the beauty of it is that people are are just, it's them and the road, the trial, whatever, and just crack on. It's good. Nice to see. Definitely. Michael. Yeah. I think hands down for me, it's, it's the volunteering side. I think, um, uh, you, you go out there and you run and park runs on and you want to run park run. But I think uh, I became involved, I think it's been quite about 12 months and mm. I'd done a few of the Jersey ones and chat to you and I started to do a couple of uh, volunteer weeks. And and it was almost like, as Sam says, a, a drug really. It was like, well, I, I don't want to run it this week. I can run it this week, but I'm, I'm going to volunteer because I was getting more out of volunteering. Which is a bit ironic because I love running, and I've you know rediscovered a love of running in the last sort of six months. But still, can't wait for Parkrun to come up to again yeah. to to get up and volunteer. It's it's like a alter ego, really. That it, yeah, you're giving something back that really satisfies you. Lee, Lee, have you been to Parkrun yet? I haven't been to Parkrun, but I'm I'm going to be going. Um, I'm I as Paul knows, I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a, a loner when it comes to uh, running and, and generally going about my life, um, it, which is quite ironic considering what I do in a day job. I, I'm fundament- Maybe that's it. I'm fundamentally around people all day long, so it's um, it's not. <laughs> I don't really want to go up on Saturday morning and hang around people, if I'm honest. But hearing what you guys are talking about there, this 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 sort of park run feel, this this idea that it somehow gets under your skin. It's it's more than just an event. It's more than just a thing you go along to, and it. It starts at this time and finishes at this time. You've all said, you know, very different things about a single event. So the event's just the same, but your experiences are all different. Yet they have this sort of narrative of of joining. And there's this, there's this wonderful psychologist. I can never say his name. He's a, a Russian psychologist, Mihaly Kiznini or something. His name is, and he taught, he wrote a book, wonderful book called The Flow, and it's about this idea that when you when you're involved in something and you're not really thinking too hard about it that it's just moving and it's just flowing and it's just becoming an, an experience for whoever's there. And it sounds like collectively that's that's what's happening, but you're all, all three of you are experiencing very different things, but still flowing with it. And it's becoming an addiction 
almost it's becoming something that um it's not an addiction that something's been given to you it's something that you're experiencing as a human being and then that becomes the addiction and that that you know that can't be measured i spend all my working week measuring this stuff but th- what you're talking about cannot be measured and it's just so lovely to hear your different experiences and there's so many under the radar benefits like i think when i was involved with parkrun um i remember just talking to somebody um who came up to help set up the course and she was volunteering for the first time a lady who'd lost her husband um to cancer you know six months earlier and and she was just saying you know i come up and volunteer now and it means that i I see people at the weekend you know and obviously without talking to her about that you wouldn't realize and i think there's a lot of those sorts of stories aren't there whether people come and run or they volunteer or whatever it is however they're involved and i think that um you know that there's a lot of under the radar benefits which you'll probably never even know about you know but 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 there's just you know it just creates so much good i think you know and i think paul if you if you were organizing any other event you'll be talking about a winner a medal some trophies yeah. Um, and I think that's the mindset change here that you go from yeah. being in that sort of um, environment around running to being in an environment where it's about inclusion, yeah. completely inclusion. Definitely. And, and, you know, we all look at some of the people who rock up to do a parkrun. I mean, you know, things like a, a, a school teacher with some primary school kids and they've all got the t shirts on and they're, they're running a parkrun together as a class. Mm. Um, and he's given up his Saturday to take the class. Yeah. I mean, that's cool on its own, isn't it? I mean, mm. yeah. Well, suddenly you see these kids who are probably thinking, oh, do I have to get up on a Saturday morning? He wants me to run. And then they yeah. go and do it. And that, they, the smile on their faces when they finish. Yeah. And they're back, they're back the week after. And, and that's infectious to other people hearing about that and then, and yeah. then rocking up and doing the same thing. Well, you look at the numbers as, as through the years, obviously, I think the first park run was, what, 60 people what, or something, wasn't it, if I remember correctly. And I remember, like, through the years, I mean, like you were just saying there, you know, 340, 50 average. And I think I remember one anniversary, there was, like, 500, and we ran out of tokens, do you remember? Yes. And we had to, like, write it all on with permanent marker and stuff. I mean, that it went horribly wrong, didn't it? That might be chaos. <laughs> Chaos. You know, so so I mean, it's it's awesome to see that you know that that it's um, so you know so popular. Like, but um, tell me about some of your favourite memories from Parkrun. One for me is the the lady that came to Jersey with her son, and she flew in from South Africa, um, and they he was in the UK, but they wanted to come here, so they they all came to Jersey to run Parkrun to meet up, and it, I mean, it's random. I mean, I think that's completely bloody nuts personally you know (laughs) and have a family get together nine o'clock on a saturday morning to just use it as a way of spontaneously meeting up with other people and traveling together for a common purpose and and you know whereas people would socially interact a lot more in pubs and you know the effects of alcohol and la de la de la now you've got an event which brings people together which is outside of you know it, it is more about holistic well-being experience that you're, you're doing and and like sam said you know we, and michael you know <laughs> the cake the Sorry. coffees the teas the the buns and everything that we have afterwards but it, it, it is a uh, you know sometimes yeah. we're not you know you won't be leaving there till sort of 11 o'clock in the morning so you, you've you've been up there since before eight to set it up and then you're doing all the downloading getting all the results 
published having a, a natter. So you know you're, you're spending mm. the best part of three three odd hours, but it's mm. it's good. Michael, tell us your favourite memories. I, I think it's a bit of an add-on to to what Matt's just said there, because I think you see so many people who um, have joined it to do a, a couched five k or whatever their personal reasons are, and, and you know to be fair, they do look a little bit unhealthy when they're on that line. And you're thinking, mm, right, I wonder how this is going to go. And then three or four weeks later, um, they achieve um, so much in what they've set out to do personally that they will uh, set up a little table, have some cakes and bubbles to celebrate. And, and I'm talking groups of 15, 20 of them mm-hmm. doing that. Um, uh, and as Matt says about people coming over, I mean, the, the people are getting cakes made in the UK and delivered over to the finish line. Oh, I don't know. And so, so, some curry will turn up with a box and say, "Yeah, they, is this park run?" And you go, "Yes." And you open it up, and wow. then there's a, a really expensive crafted cake to celebrate that person's hundredth park run who's just flown in from wherever. And I, those at the time they are a bit crazy, but when you think back, that you know it means so much to so many yeah. people to to do these things and spend a lot of money um, in the yeah. process. Forty, fifty people rocking up on the South End flight in the morning on a Tantivy coach to run a Jersey parkrun and then go off down the road to have some food from a parkrun point of view is, is fantastic. From a Jersey tourism point of view is absolutely fantastic. This is another thing I was going to say, actually. Well, they go back and they tell their friends and yeah. you know, how do you buy that? Uh, yeah. for the island you know it's it's like free advertising it, it's unquantifiable how much of a a, a boon that is to jersey tourism but i think you know they've obviously asked you for stats i'm sure in the past and stuff but i think like you say word of mouth and that that just mm-hmm. permeating through is just so good for jersey sam tell us about your favorite memories well do you know i did originally in my notes just write down one word cake <laughs> That'll but do. I've just remembered when the, was it the park run bear oh, yeah. that turned up? <laughs> we had the park run bear. I can't remember where it came from, but it was going around all these different park runs. Somebody had delivered this bear and uh, James, my other half, was doing lead bike at the time. And we, stra- <laughs> we strapped this bear to the front of his bike. <laughs> he cycled the whole course with this bear attached to his bike. <laughs> How big was it? A tiddler, but okay, right. not so good it wasn't for his like, macho you know, yeah, image. Yeah, that's cool. I have to say, one of my favourite memories, right, from Parkrun when I was involved, is actually there's a photo of Matt high fiving that little kid, oh, and the I kid, and the kid is in mid flight running along, and he's just high, he's just leaning down, and that is my favourite. It just embodies everything about Parkrun. I think you know it's just the best picture. Um, I remember that. Yeah, it's a cracker. <laughs> Do, do you know what? Do you know what's also really great? We've got um, a, a book that captures everybody's comments if they want to put it at the end, and it's now we're probably on about volume fifteen or so of this book. Um, and and of course, the, the most common thing that comes through is just how supported the people feel. They, they comment about the love jersey, but they also love all the volunteers who've helped them that day. And that's quite a common theme. It doesn't matter who you are coming, you, you're sort of adopted into this family of this is how you behave. And you, you cheer the last person in. You don't get sick because you haven't to wait 50 minutes before you can go home. And and that mentality is there. And it really comes through that. Everybody who does it, particularly from 
uh, outside of Jersey will say, and the, the people are great. They've just supported me and, and got me around it and across the line. And I think that, mm. that's something that often goes, uh, you know, it's often missed. Do you think Parkrun is the almost the antithesis of a running club? Yeah, I, th- I think if you've if you've got something which says run on it, 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 it initially it, it would always be a bit of a, a block to people, and you will see people that will come up and be a little bit like, you know, because ain't no bones of it. You've you've got the whippets at the front, and you've got everyone else, and but people find a natural affinity with other people in the pack as so, you know, and I, and I think that's nice because there is no kind of you know like running clubs can have uh that whole stigma of well i'm not i'm not going to be knocking an elite time so yeah. there's no point in showing up yeah with part run you just rock up and it's you it's you against yeah. 5k whatever that 5k is and it and you yeah. and, and it's brilliant you know it's you against yourself really isn't it rather than anything else Exactly, yeah. I was just going to say that that's not what I'm hearing from you guys. You know, this is all, you know, I mean, I, I know a bit about parkrun, but hearing you guys talk, it's not what I'm hearing. It's, you know, it's like, it's almost like, I mean, I've been working in health for a number of years, and a lot of the time we try and put services in place for people. And it's almost like the holy grail of um, inclusion in every single possible way. There's no, there's no barriers to anything. You know, e- even the 5K, <laughs> There's no, there's no, there's no barriers to anything. So you know, it's it's inclusion at its absolute best. Even as you're talking, there, you probably don't even know what's going to rock up on the day, you know. But you accept it, and it's part of your experience, and it's part of everyone's experience. So it, it sounds, it sounds much, much more from my point of view, hearing it, um, different than a than a running club because a running club has goals and ambitions that are really specific to the running. But this sounds just. It's like a bandwidth of a human experience that is so much broader. Um, that and, and it, I'm coming up, man. I'm I'm going to be there. I mean, I don't. I, I've not been there because I've just. I'm just a bit of a bit of an isolated person. But but I'm coming up. I, I'm I'm going to experience that. I'm going to be a part of it. It operates. It operates on a lot of different levels. I think, and I think you can sort of you can slot in, like you said, Matt, to whatever level. You know, there is room for competition mm. there. But that's not the sole focus, I don't think, is it? Oh no! And to, and to be fair, as Sam will tell you, if you mention any little bit of competitive stuff, you're going to get whacked big star by the big <laughs> stick. <laughs> you, you put something about someone coming first, and ooh, <laughs> and it's not a race; it's a run. It is a run, and I, and I think, but and I that's where sometimes I think you've you, you've got to balance it because yeah. people do win. You know, and oh, yeah. I guess the kind of word is woke, but you, you just, there are winners and losers. And and we are, you know, everyone is, not everyone's going to get a medal in life. No. I've got little bits of plastic and stuff, and that's generally it. You know, I do, mm. do a crackers at Christmas. That's my winning. And <laughs> you, you can't, you can't detract from that. And I think that the whole, the whole thing with part one is that, you know, like you said, Lee, you know, it is a band, it covers everything yeah art runs goals are what your goals are that is ultimate yeah. isn't it you know you make your own goals and yeah. it's it's brilliant to see that people will just come up start walking and then end up like michael said just being really getting far up and i think that that's the the beauty of it that you'll see people that won't have a competitive streak you know they're not they will go yeah. i'm not but i'm not interested in that 
and then give yeah. them six, seven months later, they're trying to they they've they're, they're smiling because they've they've beaten the bloke that's been in front of them for the past three months, and and, and they've gone past going like that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for the listeners, I did flicking the V's there. Sorry, everybody can see me. Yeah. But they are mentally, joking. they're sprinting in the finish. It's muddy. Yeah. They're spitting over us. <laughs> that won't be allowed in COVID. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You know, you've had people chuck up on me. So then, um, you know, I know we're sort of in the middle of a pandemic, but we're hopeful that you know this year that parkrun will come back so what does the future hold for jersey parkrun as far as you guys are concerned let's start with michael well i i think it has it's got its place it's got an established place so i don't think it's something that because there's been a pandemic people have moved on um and it won't come back in in fact i think the pandemic has forced people to um use their exercise time or whatever you want to call that in a different way which will probably encourage more people to come to parkrun who haven't been there before there's a lot of people who've started to run isn't there i think in in the pandemic which will mean you'll get a lot of visitors yeah so i think um i i think we may well start with slightly fewer but i think we'll probably end up with more now i personally the goal yeah. is not to it's it's not a numbers game it's not to have as many people uh, as possible mm. turn up it's it's to have people who want to turn up and have something for them to to find their niche whatever that is so i think even if 10 people turned up that that would be you know great as far as i'm concerned but i suspect yeah. um i suspect we'll we'll very quickly get back to the 350 if not more what about you guys sam and matt what do you think for me i just i just really want to get that restart get that first park run back and i think for yeah. a lot of people that'll be a sign of a start of getting back to some sort of normality it's a big you know, yardstick isn't it yeah and some sort of you know back to sort of you know back to a schedule back to some sort of routine just back to some sort of routine because saturday morning was always park run yeah you know if somebody ever said to me oh do you fancy going out on your bike on saturday no it's park run yeah. So just for me, it's it's nothing major, it's nothing big, but it is. It's just a, a restart of getting back to park run and a start of life trying to get back to some yeah. sort of normality. Like like I said before, you've got that, you know, it's it's not if we think of returning back to some new normal after this situation, a lot of a lot of governments and, and you know, people in, in politics will want they'll have markers. And there'll be quite specific markers as this is what we're going to introduce at this time. And I know that Parkrun will somehow fall under that. But going back to my earlier point, it's not just a specific thing. You know, it has so many elements to it that will not only produce that that routine back in people's lives, but there's the, there's the whole community aspect. There's the, there's a craving of physicalness, you know, to be around someone. There's, there's movement. There's your mental health. There's, you know... I feel like I'm gushing a little bit here to the preaching to the converted, but but I, I think we all are because we're all missing Parkrun yeah, yeah. so much, you know. It's uh... but like you say though, it's a big part of people's mental health. It's oh well, now what am I going to do on a Saturday morning? I can't yeah. see the guys I used to stand on the start line with. I yeah. can't run with who I used to run with. I can't try and beat the guy in front of me. It, it is. It became a way of life for a lot of people. Ironically, it's you know the gathering of so many people is is the kind of thing that could cause the problems you know. So, with that in mind, do, do you think Parkrun will look 
different in the future in the new normal i don't i don't think so i think and i think they've been very key to set that out that you know yeah. different i mean especially locally i think there have been people that have been very keen for it to come back because they they want that for people to have yeah would be you know things were like you know people mentioned or oh, what if you had a you know people can book or you can limit it to so many people or you can do this yeah. no 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 park runs park run you know and the yeah. and we are driven by the uk and we are part of that global umbrella and it comes back as park run or it doesn't come back and yeah i think it's very key that like michael said you know we may start off with a, a reduced ish number potentially i don't know i mean we could you know it's hard to measure but we we could first week we're back have 400 people and yeah. if you speak 400 people that would be like the biggest bloody gathering this island scene of, of people <laughs> in one place so you need to be able to handle that don't you you know in, in a safe way yeah yeah exactly and yeah. the thing is as well that when it does return there is a new way of it all being run again and you yeah. know the stopwatches are gone the barcode scanners have gone um, everything is now done through the volunteer app. Yeah. Um, so it's logistically it it, it 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 it's small tweaks for the for the event team to have to for, to deal with. Um, yeah. And but as an island, I mean, if you have four hundred people rocking up to an event, I mean, it's the la- one of the largest mass participation events that the island holds on a weekly basis. It is the biggest, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's you know, yeah, bar, bar chambers on a Saturday night. That's got to be the most people that gather together, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think this, for sure. from my perspective, um, you know, we're we're a responsible bunch as well. I mean, we, we're not we're not looking yeah. to try and get Parkrun started. Come what may, we we know when we took the yeah. decision to stop it before. UK Parkrun did before yeah. they closed the rest of the world. We, we were the first ones to say this does not look good for our for the island. So we'll we'll take the adult step. And you know we've yeah. got a few brains behind it. So we're not we're not going to look to introduce it and cause any issues any issues on on the island. So we know going on a, a call with Jersey Sport or whoever that we're not going to start Parkrun anytime soon because it's not safe to do so. Yeah. We'll start it. We're not there we'll start yet. Start it when it's the right time to start it. One of the interesting things will be volunteers. The, the whole sort of fear culture of touching something and coming in contact with somebody that that that's going to be really interesting. I think we will be okay, but it it it's going to be an interesting one to see how it pans out. Yeah, and you certainly don't want people spitting and spewing and collapsing on you, do you? <laughs> yeah, no. We have a few spitters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We did have. And all, you should keep your face shield for that moment. Have that face shield. Just yeah. hang it, put it on when they run past. But it's where people put barcodes as well. I mean, that barcode yeah. is another thing entirely that would probably cover a whole podcast as to yeah, yeah, yeah. you keep your barcode. And I'm not well, thinking, I, there's places you should not stick a piece of paper. <laughs> I remember. I remember. I remember. You know, when you finished like a park run and say you'd been scanning the par- the barcodes and stuff, and the first thing you do is go to the toilet and wash your hands because basically you've handled you know three hundred barcodes. And and like you say, Matt, you know those barcodes have been in some funny places. You know, people's bras down their pants in their socks. I mean, it's just you know 
So yeah, I mean, I I think we're in a, we're in a different world now. I think we're all hyper aware of germs and you know and, and all those sorts of things. Come on, then, come on, then. Where's been the weirdest place you've known a barcode to be? Oh, you just need to see a bloke shoving his hands down his crotch and just going, "That's not allowed." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Red card, red card. <laughs> or a woman festering in yeah. her bra trying to yeah. find it under. Quite often they ask you just to scan it by peeling the bra down, and you. Uh... Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm volunteered, and if I knew that was the case, then. <laughs> so, to secure the long-term health of Parkrun, in particularly in Jersey, um, what would you need, like help-wise, from the state of Jersey and/or the community? Well, I think the new world's going to be interesting in terms of um, do we need to continually use hand sanitizer and things like that, which comes at a cost. And remember, right at the start, yeah. Matt said this is a free event. We don't; it costs yeah. nothing to enter it, and we don't ask for any money in return. Um, and we we are therefore likely to need some sort of small financial support to make sure that we can actually put it on. And and I guess that's going to be a difficult one for the government to buy into Parkrun's value on the island, both from a physical and mental well-being perspective, to cough up a bit of cash. I mean, well, that will be interesting to see. A few politicians have used Parkrun, um, yeah. and I use that word quite directed, um, and and then given nothing back, and that's an interesting thing. I think if you look at the value for money that the the community has got, and I'm I can say this as an outsider now because I'm not involved with you guys anymore. But you look at five years of or four years of events every Saturday for a, the initial investment which they made, which was three thousand pounds to bring the event to the island, which we had to negotiate for. That's pretty good return really in in the amount of health and well being that uh, you know. And I think that you know. If I was at sports, whatever in whatever capacity, you would be wanting to put, you know, whatever you could into this because it's it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? Even if you put a couple of grand in a year, it's you know the the return on all the things we've talked about is just phenomenal, isn't it? I think the the beauty of our place is what people who are visiting get out of it, and, that, and yeah. you know, Michael kind of tips on it that people come across and they go. Or oh, what can I, you know, where can I, well, just go and use the lockers, you know, because the, the, the sports centre are fantastic, mm. you know, and people get to go and use the lockers, you know. They then can go for a swim afterwards, you know, they pay and they're going, yeah. but I all have to do is pay to go for a swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there are free showers, there's free showers if you go and use them and, and they yeah. and they allow people to use that, you know, and the the, the, good, the whole way it transcends through and it, it, it's great. I mean, I, I, for part run coming back post-COVID, my big thing michael touched on it is potentially volunteers yeah. how many people are wanting to you know I, I i think people will probably run it and i think people will be happy to run it um but it is where people will want to put themselves so close to people when we laugh about spitting and, yeah, and yeah. breathing and people, you know the whole thing is even with when gyms were were back open was basically you can't sweat and breathe heavily <laughs> and Park run is is not a non breathing early <laughs> event. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You can have signs. No breathing. Well, this is when people are crossing the line. When you're handing out tokens, when you're timekeeping, when yeah. you're scanning, there is that intimacy. Yeah. And it's how pe- how comfortable people are going to be with that. I mean, I've I've been locked away pretty much since March. You know, yeah. last year. So um, I'm very fortunate because I was high risk. I've had my first jam. Mm. I've had my first vaccination jab so come sort of nine weeks time i'll get my second yeah. and and that's brilliant you know it puts me in a 
in a, a bit more of a, a comfortable position. Um, but equally, do I want to expose myself? And I, I, I think we're learning more about this virus, or do people want to be exposed to me? I think Mike was kind of... <laughs> that's, a, that's a no. That, that, is, that is the more dangerous side of this equation, I think, actually. Yeah. That is the big risk factor. But I, yeah, I, and I think that that's the main thing for us. It's making it, like Michael said, a safe and inclusive event. Still. Yeah. Because it was always inclusive. And I think, like you've said, that post-COVID, everything is going to be safe so you know the whole we've gone away from the whole touchy-feely thing whereas before you know you'd you'd, you would hug someone that was spitting (laughs) i i will say though matt you know on your point there obviously i had organized trail monkey events through last year and i think that you know people were very keen still to volunteer and to be involved and i think it was almost like people people were, were, were like well this is normal again you know so so it was like although we had to put things in place to make sure that people were safe and you know ppe and all, all that sort of stuff but i think people were, were still very keen to volunteer and be involved in whatever capacity they could you know if they weren't running so i i, I think from from that side of things i can imagine with parker and with the way the community works there even more you know people would want to sort of do that but obviously you need to be mindful of the things that you've just sort of mentioned there i'd say what about you sam I think like the other said, it's it's making sure that those volunteers feel yeah. safe and want to come back. But also we do we will, you know, we do need some help from the government because like Michael has said, we you know, things are gonna need to be updated. There won't be any stopwatches, there won't be any scanners, it'll all be on the volunteer yeah. app, but a lot of volunteers won't have the volunteer app or they won't have an a smartphone yeah. to have the volunteer yeah. app. Um, things like it we've talked about it so many times before it would be really nice to have some sort of wooden post set up on the park yes. course so that people that are a bit unsure about joining park run can go up and have a little recce of the course to see what it's like get themselves a bit comfortable with it and think oh yeah that's yeah. okay you know for visitors as well that want to come up and have a look yeah. it'd just be nice to have something that doesn't offend the environment or doesn't you know yeah obstruct anything so, so course markers permanent permanent course markers yeah. that, that are there so that people can go and run it out, outside of us just sort of yeah. little wooden posts with a little park run logo on the top yeah. um well you know like you say we the government you know we've not had a massive amount of input really money-wise have we yeah. we've had you know the initial amounts um and and a bit here and there when you think like everybody's said what park run gives back yeah to tourism and to the island. I think it's exactly that point. When Parkrun's been around for 15 years now. It's not, it's not going away anywhere. Mm. Um, and it's got proven, you know, that the Parkrun UK team have actually got proven cases around physical and mental yeah. health, well-being um, data, which the UK government use. I mean, they were in negotiations with UK Health around Parkrun UK. And yet we're just a bit of an add-on, it would seem. Uh, but when you look at the, the benefit that, that parkrun has at sort of the ground level for people to do basic volunteering and basic exercise um, over a consistently long period of time, mm. it, it doesn't take much to be a bit more creative around how you would support something like that and put some totally. um, framework in place for it to go on and actually benefit the island more than it does now with very little help. 
Massively, massively. I think, um, you know, you look at all the schemes in place on the island and I think, you know, like I've sort of said before, this is the biggest bang for buck that they, they could possibly hope to get. And I think, you know, they it, they need to look after it, you know, and, 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 and I think they could very, very easily with very little, but just regularly, couldn't they, I think. I mean, it's, it's the accessibility. I mean, I, I got, you know, signposted through the pain clinic mental well-being stuff mm. and different things to help people with movement and they they go to me oh it's kind of like 10 o'clock on a tuesday morning mm, i go to work and 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 it is that the, the whole yeah. concept you know jersey sport are doing well they're doing a lot of stuff for movement and getting people moving but they're very directed towards certain times of the day when a lot of people who you want to get back exercising are working yeah. and parkrun is that time at nine o'clock on a saturday morning when a lot of people outside of those that do shift yeah. are available yeah. and can go yeah. i think is that time of the week which is generally universally available to everyone um mm-hmm. and it would be interesting to see whether the not parkrun carries on because I think, you know, it has been successful mm. and whether the two can be quite symbiotic to just for those that haven't got the facility to go sometimes on a Saturday can do something. So that would be nice not to just drop it entirely yeah. um, to, to have that facility to allow people to access it. But it's accessibility, you know, and in, a, in, a, in an island where it's very, you know, you don't want gyms, you don't want things and where other movement things are very much directed towards older folk. Yeah this is there for everyone you know so i think we're in agreement then it's good for mental well mental well-being it's good for health it's accessible for all and it's you know something that we need to return as quickly as possible so and 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 you need a bit of help i think that's that's fairly fairly clear to sort of uh, i definitely need a lot of help Matt <laughs> needs a bit more help than the others but uh, yeah I'm not just doing so, a podcast. I'm checking out how you look, what your body language is, all that stuff, Matt. <laughs> and Matt, Matt, you are number one, buddy. <laughs> so let's let's um, let's move on to some lighter subjects. So, what advice would you give to someone who comes to their first park run? Rocks up day one, never done it before. One golden bit of advice from each of you. Some quick quick fire ones now. Just 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 listen to your body. Is it, it, which is, I think it's just the fundamental thing that probably I didn't do when I was running a lot. I, I, you know, I just did too much, but just, just enjoy it. Don't, don't try and compete with anyone else. Mm. Just go out there, walk a bit, jog a bit, run a bit, just do what you can. And if you don't, if you don't think you can compete, complete it, just come back next week. Yeah. You know, just don't feel forced to have to complete it there and then. Yeah. Like Sam said, you know, they're having the facility there for people to go and kind of recce it. Maybe it's great, but just go with it. Just come up and be a part. Don't of it. feel compelled to have to achieve a time or. Yeah. And I think, like Michael hit the nail on the head with how people can just come, and even if they're, we've had people that have been like an hour and ten minutes, which is you know, and they they're like, "Oh, you waited for me." Well, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's an example. You know? Okay, some advice. Um, I think definitely enjoy it. Bring a friend if you're nervous. Pace yourself. Listen to the briefing. Um, and like Matt says, don't put any pressure on yourself. Don't feel like you have to keep up with everybody that's in front of you, yeah. or don't feel like you have to wear the correct gear. Like you have to wear the the 
latest brand of leggings or the latest t-shirt or just turn up in whatever you're comfortable in the oldest pair of joggers the baggiest jumper you want whatever you want we don't care if you clash or match something that you're comfortable in so that you feel okay in the pack and just have a chat with someone on the way around as well enjoy it and don't be scared we're all friendly and you might even get a bit of cake at the end michael i just said take it in you know use your eyes and and enjoy it's a the parkland course is a beautiful course on on jersey um so i think to actually whether you walk it or whether you jog it or whether you run it um it is very scenic and i think sometimes you can get your head down and run and you cross the line and you haven't seen anything and mm. i think it's important to just take it in i was running up uh, running up the railway walk today actually and along the part you know that comes up to Le Canave and that and stuff and obviously you can see St. Juan's Bay on the left as you're coming up and it I mean it is it's, it's, it's beautiful, beautiful isn't it and and that sort of leads me into what are you thankful for here as runners or being involved with running in Jersey the scenery the trails park run and actually trail monkey yeah I'm, I'm not saying that just because you're there Paul no but... no but Trail Monkey, apart from Double Top, I love the Trail Monkey races. <laughs> that photo of you. <laughs> There's a photo on the Trail Monkey Facebook page. And who is it who stood next to you? Scott Harbour. And then you're, you're lent over the, the railing, absolutely destroyed. It's, it's amazing. It just tells a thousand, thousand pictures, a thousand words. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, we'll be back soon. Matt, what about you? Uh, I'd say safety. Yeah. Um, just the safety of the island, you know, yeah. the ability of people that really, when you hear the horror stories of, the, of people that come from the UK and it, and you, you know, you've had places where they've had to close because there was a body found on a Friday night from a mugging or something like that. Oh. And it, it you, we really, we are so closeted that it is, you forget how, you can just go out and run 5k go out at night yeah. over here and do things and really it is apart from a lunatic in a car or someone a little bit lashed up you generally it, it we are a very very safe island and we or Matt out walking his dog yeah yeah that's <laughs> it just me grumpy yeah just grumpy <laughs> i'm a little bit likely i'm a bit insular and park run is my place where i meet people and then i go back into my small golem cave and, <laughs> but it is where else really in the world we are so fortunate that it we have accessibility of roads trails you know pick what you want to do and yeah. you know you can go and run it and really not have to ultimately be concerned for your own personal safety which in this day and age i think is very very massive we are very lucky but i think like you say it's definitely something that we uh we take for granted you know to be able to go out and run at night say for example or whatever you know on the cliff paths in remote places where you know if you're in the UK, there might be all sorts of nutters lurking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, I, you know, walking on the on the cliff paths at night when it's even when it's dark, it's just lovely. It's and you amazing. know that it's just apart yeah. from the people that will meet me, that there's no really real reason to be scared. And your bark's yeah. worse than your worse than your bite anyway, isn't it? Yeah. It is just it's magic and sometimes I think that's the best time to be out, is just totally walking at night, you know, late at night or early in the morning. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Even, even better you know you just see so many different things like like michael said you know you just look up and look around you and yeah. i think that the key thing is not to become too attached to the things like your garments and your stravas and, and things like that and actually 
just look around you because we're just so privileged. Be in the moment, Lee. There you go. Get that one in there for you. I like yeah, it, buddy. I like it. Oh, Michael. Uh, I think for me, it's it's just the contrast of this place. I mean, having come from the UK originally, where you have to travel quite some distance to go and take in a beach or take in some countryside or whatever. Um, you know, here you can be on the most fantastic, uh, outstanding beaches one minute, and then you can be in the trails and you can be in the woods half an hour later. And all of that is just completely accessible. Uh, a number of times during lockdown, where I thought, you know, I can't travel, which is the thing I enjoy doing. But actually, I could be anywhere in the world and not see a view as nice as this at times in yeah. some of the newer places that I've found in the last few months just through wandering down lanes I've never been before. We, For yeah. such a small place, we've got so much choice. It's incredible. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think um, we've not really touched on you guys as runners actually that much. Um you know, so we could probably come back and do another hour of this, yeah. you know, and talk about running and your experience of running and the things that you've done. Um, but I'd like to sort of ask you about bucket list races and, and things like that or, or, you know, things that you'd like to do in the future with your running or how that how, how you see your running in the future, maybe. Sam? Uh, my bucket list race, which I should have done last year, is Comrades. Right. Don't think it will happen this year. Is it April? Uh, June. Okay, right. Um, and then who knows? I may be too old after that if it doesn't happen. Never, never. <laughs> we had a 62-year-old um, man on here uh, about a week ago who was doing 100 milers. Who, who is that 62-year-old man? Harry Mack. Is he 62? Yeah. He, yeah. he didn't know where he was, but at least he spoke of it. <laughs> yeah. But he could he could run he could <laughs> yeah. run forward. Well, maybe I'll be all right then. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, comrades for me. I would have loved to have done MDS, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, that's locked away in a little box yeah. somewhere, never to be. Because you you had a bit of a health problem at that time, didn't you? Which uh... I did. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever be allowed to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, cardiac arrest put that to. It's not a good idea to die for a race. I have discovered, actually. They, they ask for an ECG, don't they, for the MDS? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah uh, so. Apparently, if you've died, it's a, it's a no-no. That, that was life-changing for you, Sam, wasn't it? And I think like we probably haven't really, you know, again, we could probably do a podcast on 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 that on its yes. own because I think like you know I'd the rather. direction your life has taken. <laughs> But the life, the, the direction your life's taken since then is is probably radically different, isn't it? You know, like you've obviously got your own company now as a, a triathlon coach. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily the road I wanted no, to take. No, no. Uh, but it's the road I had to take, as many of us have. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a big part of it that, like I say, is sealed in a little box, never to be yeah. opened ever again. Yeah. But it is what it is, and... I'm still running, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. And you've just got to get on with what you can, haven't you? Yeah, for sure. Really? For sure. Now, Matt, I know you uh, don't necessarily run at the moment, but uh, no. I, I bet there are races there on the bucket list that you oh, aspire you to. Know, well, to be fair, I, I've put my bucket list in the effort bucket list, and uh, I I don't really – I you know, that – it was it's kind of hard for me because I, I always strive to, like, get back, and I and – I, 
just ended up trying to kill myself too many yeah. times trying to yeah. go back into it. So in actual fact, I've I've got like my sort of I got I bought a book which I was reading in hospital when I go for my treatments, which mm. is called like Walking Trials of Europe, which right. my wife hasn't seen and uh, I'm very keen to hide. To keep it her. keep it in a secret <laughs> place that um, let's hope she doesn't and, listen to this then. Uh, yeah, there's a place in the Dolomites which is uh, at top it's a walk, which is basically a route of a First World War battle. Yeah, um, and it's and yeah, it's things like that. Just going and it, you just it, it's adapting, like Sam yeah. said. You know, you I could and I did. You know, I was I was in a really dark place. Yeah, I remember. You're not being able to run, and mm. the running was what kind of like I had my work, which identified me, and my running, which identified me, yeah. and then both got taken away, and yeah. that really buggered me up. And yeah. yeah, you just got you just got to adapt, overcome, choose something else, and, and crack on. Otherwise, you just go into this whole wheel of self pity um, yeah. and angry, and become grumpier than I, I was before. And it, it's not good. So yeah, there, there are, uh, there's some great great things that you can do, like long distance walking trails and stuff like that, which is where where potentially I see myself. And I think the family yeah. would be happy for me to just bugger off and do that, really, because that is, yeah, yeah. So I know, Michael. Yeah. You know, you. I tricked you into doing an ultra many yeah. years ago. Never again. Talked, talked him into doing Race to the King, which we did together, which was a fifty-three mile race across the South Downs. When was that? It was two thousand seventeen. Yeah. And uh, we 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 got through that together. And then you sort of said, "I will never do another ultra yeah. again." But um, there have been rumblings in Michael Chaterland of. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll never forget you for that. I mean, I hadn't even done a marathon up to that point, so to do a double marathon was a bit stupid, but I did enjoy it, ironically. Um, I think my bucket list is very different because I'm fortunate enough to have retired now. So my time, and, and retired early to make sure I could get out there and do the things I want to do before I peg it. Um, mm. The bucket list is different because the bucket list is a mixture of getting out there and doing trails in in beautiful scenery and and doing yeah. things that um, if I'm, if my head was down and I was doing a race, I probably wouldn't appreciate it for what it was. So yeah. later on this year, I'm hopefully doing the uh, Manitou Incline. So that's in Colorado. And it's just mm. straight up the side of a mountain. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to go and do that. And then heading across to New Zealand at some point and want to do some trails, both running and walking there. So I don't set my eyes on distance i just set my eyes on quality now of, of what i want to do and experience i think that's yeah. that's the key word yeah I think other people might take that view as well though now and i think that the last year will potentially make people refocus on it's a game changer i think isn't it yeah, yeah I, I, I think it is and i think people will see that mindset that like michael's saying you know that it, it it's not just about smashing out a massive time but yeah it's Having that quality time there now, isn't it? And I think people, when when, you, yeah. when that's taken away, you know, people, you can go out and smash a a, a marathon or a half yeah. marathon in in lockdown, and people have done that. They posted these times, but mm-hmm. having that experience and being in a race with other people, I think. Yeah. Do you know? I mean, I, I think we come back to this theme again and again and again. Actually, it's about uh, when when you're running. It's, it's, it's either with the people you've you've been with, or or it's, or it's what you've seen. And I think those are the things that that last, that transcend. You know, further down the line, those are the things you look back on, and sort of say, well, you know, 
I've talked to this person for this amount of time or, you know, I met this person and, and we, you know, are, are now friends because this, of this bond or I remember this amazing scenery that I saw or whatever. And I think that is much more, you know, sort of substantial isn't it really it's a it's a lived experience we we don't we don't have enough lived experiences we we go through things and we do things and i think yeah. people tick boxes to get things and and they haven't actually lived it and i and i think with with yeah. maturity you sort of start to see a bit more of that i think you know what i've been missing out it's, it's like when you go to a gig and you see everybody's filming mm. the gig with camera phones yeah do you know what i mean and you're thinking well you're kind of filming it and ruining your view of the, the gig and you're filming. So you're kind of negating the experience, but and you're trying to preserve that for later, but you're actually, you know, you're not. And I think that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's uh... you never get that. Spearmint Rhino don't allow that. So you're I'm listening. I'm just listening. Fascinated by all, all three of your, your answers there. And, and it'd be great. It really, I agree with you, Paul, you know, there's a whole other podcast here almost yes. individually, you know, through from Sam's yeah, experiences yeah. to Matt's experiences to then Michael's experience of, of, of experience in life, but then having more time and space to be able to actually experience life. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it, it's fascinating to hear and it's lovely to hear. It really is. And obviously Parkrun's been a it huge is. part of it, but it, it's it's not been everything. And that comes across in all three of you guys. I'm really thankful that we got you on tonight. It was uh, it was really, yeah. really interesting to hear what you've what you've got to say, both as individuals, but also as ambassadors for Parkrun. It's brilliant. It's been really good. I've really enjoyed talking. I think, you know, this is what happens. We talk and then it throws up more things to talk about, you know, and uh, I think we'll call it there for now. Um, I think, you know, like I said, maybe, you know, once we have a bit more clarity on, on, on how that's, you know, going as far as Parkrun coming back, maybe we could get you back at some point and, you know, we could talk a bit more about it. But, um, yeah, I'd really like to thank you. Yeah, it's been absolutely brilliant. You guys have been, uh, we, you know, uh, I was kind of wondering how it would work with the five of us here, but be, but it's yeah. actually you've all been so considerate to uh, to what you're going to say. It's been fascinating, absolutely fascinating, and and I really, really, really will call get you back, whether it's individually or not. Um, it would be it would be great to hear your stories even farther. So thank you so much. I want to hear more about Matt's milk. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm really so. interested in. All about the milkshake. <laughs> It is all about the milk, and, and that's that's what it, it brings them to the end. <laughs> so I am going to say thank you very much for your time. Me too. And I think we uh, we we definitely need to get you back at some point. Okay. Cool. Thank, thank you. you, and nice to meet you, Lee. Yeah, nice to see you guys. Lovely to meet you, and fantastic, fantastic. We need we're we're we're, we're absolutely going to talk more about this without a shadow of a doubt. Thank you and so let's, much. And let's see Parkrun back very soon, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. Fingers crossed. Thanks, All guys. Right. See ya. Thank, Thank, you. Thank, you. Thank you. Bye. 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 That was the Parkrun episode, episode five. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. Uh, it was great to speak to the guys from Parkrun just to see, you know, their passion for the event and, and their sort of motivation for going out there and doing it every Saturday. Um, it's been much missed i think in the community over the pandemic and i'm, I'm sure uh, i join most of you out there by saying you know we can't wait till it comes back please if you want to get in touch by email uh, the email address is paul at trailmonkeyjersey.com or we have our social pages which is trailmonkeyjersey on facebook and also on instagram 
Um, thank you and uh, stay tuned for next week's episode.